Uh, we'll kick it off in a second, but I did want to get your take on this. Clear liquor versus dark liquor. Okay. You are a dark liquor kind of guy. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are, are you Do asking you think me- there's a difference on like hangover or just potency of the drink itself no or do you just see it as i just taste this one? i like this one better no um the i think the only the the difference that i would be really if you're talking dark and clear liquor would be dark rum that would probably be the only one where just because rum is so sugary that's the only one that i think would influence a a, a potential hangover or drunk level Gotcha. But so I the feel more like sugar. whether it's like bourbon or gin, I, I I'd probably put that on the same level. But yeah, like a dark rum made from the sugar cane, that might be a bit much for me. Okay, I'm on board with that. Thanks. Well, let's three, two, you do it this time. Well, I I I, 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 I man, I'm why I just I just woke up. Came. I don't know if I have the same energy, or I didn't just wake up, but. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. Welcome to another strong good morning. Good morning, USA. Today's gonna be a wonderful day. The stars in the skies, and you're listening to two C's. Uh, I am here with my co-host Cam LeClaire, kicking off another Monday for you. Oh, Cam Osborne. Yeah, my name's Cam. Le- my name. Up. My name's Cam LeClaire. That's right. I'm sitting here across the yeah. horn from Cameron Osborne. He's sitting there. He uh, he's also sipping coffee, just yeah, like as myself, you as you do. Of course, uh, earlier on in the week, Cam and I did a very experimental uh, kind of like brain swap situation. Uh, where we kind of swapped each other's brains so we could live, uh, you know, a few days in the skin of the other person. And I can tell you, old slobs of the show, I can let you know it's huge down there. Yep. Uh, not, 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 not the goods. It's really that nut. That nut is way bigger than I thought it would be, especially when I'm, when you're kind of, it's, but it belongs to you when you're holding and it in a, your hand. You're like, it's wow. It's full size right now. You're like, wow. I thought, you know, I mean, of course, you know, it's, it's just, it's just different when it's on your own body, but that's right. Uh, my name's Cameron Osborne and we have a great show coming up, uh, because this is our last, this is our last show before the, the corporate a- retreat, the annual summer corporate retreat. We, uh, we take, um, we take a lot of the employees at the office. We make them pack all of their computers, desks, uh, office furniture into a big cube van. Uh, and then, you know, and then drive up to a location, an undisclosed, an undisclosed location. And then we have them unpack all of their computers, their desk furniture, this, that, the other. Uh, reset it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Because we can't really go a week without, um, without the wheels turning. No, the wheels never stop turning. This this locomotion's uh, headed to the top. Check iTunes for our number one spot because one day we'll be there. One day, one day we'll be there. Uh, is that uh, is that the thing people look for these days? Is iTunes number one spots? I don't even know. Uh, probably that used to be a big thing. That used to be a big thing, and then especially but, that, and then you know, uh, then Rogan left, 
and then yeah. suddenly the spot became op- like available. Like, oh shit, anybody could be number one but now. But also, who's who's on iTunes? You know what I mean? You go to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. You go to uh, Google Podcasts. You go to uh, oh, you're talking Post- about like iTunes Ad- specifically. Yeah, like no one. Well, there, iTunes there is no. I don't think. I don't think there's an iTunes anymore. It's just Apple Music. Ah, okay. I think you can still like I believe you can maybe still purchase music like you know nine ninety nine for an album, but yeah, I think so many people are just kind of on Apple Music or Spotify. Like streaming has taken over that thing. Yeah, they need to do that. Oh, we've already chatted about this. They need to figure that out for sports. What do you mean? Right now, it's so difficult to be a fan of a sport because of bullshit cable contracts. Like, if I want to become a if I want to be an NHL fan, I'm like, I can buy the NHL package, but I also have to have a subscription service and have to pay for cable for out of market games and shit like that. It's like, if I want to be a fan, let me just give you money on a monthly basis and let me watch what I want. Baseball, same kind of thing. Like, oh, we have to go through Sportsnet now to watch the Jays. And then you wonder why everyone streams everything illegally. Yeah, and there was there was an instance where, like, I wanted a channel that you had to have through a cable provider. So I tell my mom, like, if I, I, I'm i going to give you 10 bucks a month or I'll just e-transfer you 120 just, now yeah. for the whole year. Get it over with. And I'm like, could I do this? And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, here's, like, my account info, this, that, the other. I'm like, great. Call up Rogers. Hey, this is who I am. This is the accountant he is for. This is her name. I want this. I I want this thing. And they're like, oh, we can't actually do that because like she needs to be the one do. She needs to be the one to kind of authorize yeah. it. And I'm and like, then you call so, back. And so you're, you're like, like, hello, like, this is yeah, the lady. Hello, this is this is uh, Cameron's mother. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Like I don't want to. I you know. And then it's like you know, my you know my folks are in their sixties. I don't want to like sit there beside what sit there beside them on Dude, speakerphone while pretend, they walk like, it through. You know, it's kind of like this. Like you know, it's like I, I'm not gonna like bother them with this. No. This is my thing. I don't want to be a burden on my parents just so I can like access a channel that I'm completely willing to pay for. What What did you do instead? I have did you cash and ha- I stream illegally. Ah, there we like go. they made it they made it difficult enough and inconvenient enough to the point where it's like, okay, like you went from like guaranteed having my money probably for a very, very, very long time yeah. to now just, okay, well, I'm gonna bypass you entirely and uh, and just go illegal with it. Yeah, I find when you do get in conversation with those like Bells and Rogers, the people on the other side of the phone aren't making great money and they'll be like, Well, you need to talk to your parents like but do we need to? It's like, well, by law, it's like, but they're not here and we're going to get this done today. So how are we going to do this? See, I would it's think like, the opposite. If they don't care about their jobs, I, if I was working at Rogers, somebody oh, called no, me, they're like, I want to add it to my mom's account. I'd be like, sure, I don't give a fuck. But that's what I'm I mean. I'm probably like getting just, slightly the, more than minimum. Their default, their default answer is don't do like, we can't do that. You're like, but what if we can? It's like, I guess you make a good point, sir. How can we help you today? You're like, let's get this done. Like, okay. Boop, boop, boop. That's it. It's just a bunch of beep boops. It can't be yeah. that difficult. Like, I no. want to give you money. Yeah. I'm waving it in front of their face like a madman. Oh, I found a really good streaming site my buddy sent me over this day. I won't post it. I won't blast it out because that's how uh, the FCC comes down on me. FCC has been coming down on us hard lately. Uh, apparently, our uh, five-minute weekly recaps of Knight Rider is uh, in breach of some kind of copyright law. 
Yeah, we got we got calls from them. We got calls from CSI Miami. Horatio himself called me. Of he said, course, what a great impression. But you can't do that. That's my character. It's 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 called IP, intellectual property, NFT, non fun. It's called a non fungible token. Non fungible token. Uh, so contrary to popular belief, not a fungus. Remember, remember last month when NFTs were all everywhere, and now we haven't heard about them for uh, still don't understand for two them. months. Still not planning on looking into them. Oh, uh, I know. I just mean like I feel like there was a real buzz in the in in the kind of the, sure. the the sphere of like everybody had an NFT, this, that, the other, and then like very very swiftly left, and nobody did a follow up as to where it had gone. They yeah, it's it just, just it's just like our headlines are asinine. Sometimes we say we'll follow up on them, and we never do. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they. Oh, t- oh, trust me, I have a follow up today. Sometimes they get followed up for us. Does that need to be a little pre-game? Uh, you know, sort of like a follow up if if ever that uh, if ever that happens. What following up just on things? Just on the on the headline specifically. Yeah, we should probably take notes on uh, things we want to follow up on. Mostly say, yeah, we'll look into this in a few months. Never ever writing that down. No, never do. What's the point? That's okay. Yeah, what's the point? It's 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 old news. We're it's on old news We're by on, that point. I'm on a four-hour news cycle. A four-hour news cycle? Yeah, everyone talks about this 24-hour news oh, cycle. Oh, wow. So you're much, care. much, you're much, much shorter. Yeah, crazy. I get really aggravated every four hours about the news. <laughs> every four hours, you are livid about something or something. Did you read the news today? It's insane what's going on in the Middle East. Yeah, your jowls have really uh, became quite loose and flabby the way you just sort of... I tell you, Fox News is down. That make me have a heart attack. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and your blood pressure's through the roof these days. CNN is the real deal. (laughs) <laughs> now I think you're doing now I think you're doing a Nixon thing now <laughs> now 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 you're all know. over the place this news has yeah. really got you riled up it's literally turned you into a little Nixon a little a little slippery dick I was the president one day and I believe you UFOs were real yeah yeah no it's it's real it's that's real. what he said right that's in his famous speech uh yeah yeah I'm not a crook UFOs are real uh I didn't have sex with those women not all of them at least girl a fame classic Richard Nixon quote uh sexiest man alive uh, to be course. or not to be that is the question also another classic Richard Nixon quote to be or not to be um whether it is noble in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of something 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 yeah, no, I didn't uh, didn't hear that one before. Not a big presidential speech guy. No, no, I don't think I've ever listened to one. Yeah, no, um, but but you're a big speech guy outside of United U.S. presidents' uh, speeches. I know you and I have, uh, you know, there's been a few speeches that you've wanted to, uh, kind of, you know, get like almost like a scroll tattooed on your rib cage, uh, just with some of, like the uh, you know Earth's world's famous speeches, Winston Churchill. Yeah. Uh, other political figures like that, just really staying away from U.S. presidents. MLK. Yeah, yeah, which would Gandhi. be which I. But you wanted the MLK speech tattooed on you, but the the tattooer uh, refused because it was too offensive. Yeah, it was a little bit of a under the radar uh, speech he made uh, back when things were a little more tense. Okay, and he just and then nothing came of it. Yeah, nothing came of it, and the uh, the artist would refuse on that one. Would you ever get script on your body for tattooing? You don't, sc- you don't have any. You got, a like, like even, I guess you have a few words. You have a few words on your body. A few words, not a full yeah. uh, a full tome or uh, or uh, an extended lines. 
I got like garbage days on Tuesdays, scratched out because I moved. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that was rough because, yeah, you really thought you'd be at your last place for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, and then very, very swiftly had to move. Uh, but you didn't, uh, but then you did this thing where garbage day used to be on Tuesday, but then you actually scratched out the entire, you, like, you didn't scratch out day, you just scratched out twos and then kind of put wends over top. Uh, yep. So it still kind of reads like Wednesday. You want a little pro tip for the kids at home? When you're scratching out letters and you don't want what the person to, if the, if you don't want them to be able to see what you wrote, like if, say you have a piece of paper, you wrote like Tuesday, and you don't want them to even say that it looked like Tuesday, instead of just scratching like lines on it, just start writing random letters and then you'd never be able to tell what it is. Mm. And it's a much cleaner way of being like, well, that's clearly not. I can't read that. Well, yeah, certainly a much cleaner way when it comes to, like, passing notes in class as a 10-year-old. Yeah. But, Cam, you you took that same approach with your tattoos, and now they're just... I gotta say it. I, I might be the first person to say it. They're, ineligi- they're intelligible. I cannot read them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool, though. Okay. I call it, yeah, blackout style. Blackout style. Yeah. Well, you know, and, like, artists or, like, people black out their whole arms because they're like, yeah, the lasering was too expensive, so we just kind of went on the deep end. Yep, yep. Some people do that. You got to be pretty hardcore to do that. Yeah, yeah. You got to be hardcore. Uh, you got to be hardcore because whatever tattoo you had was, you you didn't like it so much that you wanted to black out over it. Or you just had a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you just had 10 that you were like, we're not fixing this. <laughs> Where there's no point. There's no yeah. point in fixing Yeah, it's this. like we got two options here. It's like sit through hours and hours and hours of laser to be left with like what looks like a uh, whiteboard that you know you just can't erase, or just black it all out. Yeah, black it all out, and then it becomes a chalkboard that uh, that you can that that you could write new stuff on. That's perfect. Yeah, then you can put some white ink in there. Apparently, white ink doesn't do well. I don't think so, but I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who? Yeah. I, what do I know about stuff? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do uh, I I'm, know about I'm a leading stuff? expert in stuff. Got him a PhD <laughs> in stuff. I got a PhD in stuff. Yeah. Cam, that's fantastic. Oh, right. We should probably plow ahead with the show because I'm sure we, we have, have some to, amendments we, to make. No, no, we don't have to plow ahead. I was just going to I was just gonna bring you a little something. Give me a little something. Give me I was going to bring you a little something because as we said, Caesar for a Sunday, as we said, our corporate retreat um, is coming up, uh, which is very important to us. Um, we here at Two Season of Pod are very proud of the work that we've done um, in our local community, in the, uh, you know, in the world at large. We, um, you know, the, the other organizations that we work with and uh, we here at Two Seas are very proud uh, to say that we are the first smoke free office that is correct nobody in our office uh we are completely cigarette free however as an unfortunate result it appears as though every single one of our employees just vapes instead so uh, as a little note to them i'm going to bring you a top five here's a top five here are five tips Top five. This is a top five, uh, an area that we've explored before. Of course, you know, a lot of our employees are vapors, and we like to help them in all their vaping needs. So here you go. Here are the top five rookie vaping mistakes. Ooh. When you're starting Didn't something out sh- for. 
<laughs> when you start something out for the first time, been there. Yeah, of course, you know, here at Two Cs, we have a, uh, a, a, a cigarette-free policy. However, you know, your 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 opening package, you know, you kind of get a nice, you know, when when you're hired, you get a nice canvas bag, a nice nameplate, and of course, you do get a vape. So uh, we want to make sure that those vapes are stocked high and clean. And uh, here are some of the mistakes that you can make. Coming to number five, um, is your PGVG ratio. Can't can't mess up the PGVG ratio. Now, of course, as we all know, the high Everything's VG. Everything's salt nick, though. The vegetable glycerin, of course, that means thick clouds, as you know. Yeah. Chucking clouds, as the vapors Making, call it. Yeah. Um, all vapors know this by this point. However, we also know that high PG, prohypnol glycerin, means that powerful throat hit. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. That vapors are... That vapors are looking for. That's what for. you're hunted for. So when you're starting off a vapor, make sure you pick up the right ratio for your coil or pen so you're not clogging it up or burning it out too soon. Or just not hitting that perfect cloud hit every it's time. It's all about the perfect cloud hit. If you're a vapor, if you cloud vape. Cloud chaser or cloud chaser, you tell me. Uh, cloud chaser, cloud breaker, doesn't matter who you are, you'll want it. Coming in at number four, we're talking about water contact. Because a lot of these rookies don't know that even a splash of water on your coil can wreak absolute havoc. Can't allow it to happen. And this is a point that we need to make, um, especially when it comes to the Two Seas uh, Resort and Spa that we find there on the basement level. Um, if you're near a pool, sitting poolside, got a couple of white claws, you got to remember to keep your vape far away and safe. And for those yeah. of you wondering, no, you should not be vaping in the shower. Uh, you might, you know, you're heading off to a party, you get a couple of those shower beers, which I've never understood. Is it a thing that you, you try to, like, maximize your time? Or I does, a, a, does I a, think it's a nice... Who doesn't love a shower? Let's start with Eric. Cam. Okay, okay. Showers, great. Yeah. Everybody How, agrees. Do you, do you like drinking a cold beer? I can, yeah. You would, you would have a cold drink in the shower. I don't get it. <laughs> You just you answered your own question. Okay, I like both things. Let's combine them. I guess I think it's really a time thing. It's a time crunch. You know, you have you have a very short period of time to get to a party. You got to drink beers in the shower. Let us know. Do okay. you drink beers in the shower? Two seasons pot at gmail dot com. I don't know. I'm almost thirty, so I don't drink beer in the shower. Here's uh, the only are you also almost thirty and drink beer in the shower? Let us know. Two seasons pot at gmail dot com. Here's my only side note on it. If you already have one open, you're like, oh, I should probably take a shower quickly. You don't want to leave the beer because it's going to get warm. Okay, I guess my follow-up to that would be how long are your showers? 45 like, minutes to three hours. <laughs> Huge discrepancy there. Huge. Cam, your water bill uh, must be through the roof. Yeah. Coming All in right, at number, number three. Th coming in at number three here. This is something every rookie has been through before. We're talking about burning out your coil. Oh, I can't be burning out the coal and getting that just tartar mouth. Once you start to notice that little crust on your coil, a maybe, tin, a, maybe a, a crackle when you draw, newsflash, it is time to change it. Pushing a spent coil out. beyond its limit will give you that foul taste in your mouth. But more importantly, it's going to make you look like a giant noob. You don't want to be out there when everyone else is vaping and next thing you know, you're the dumbass. Nobody wants that. You want to be the cool guy vaping. You don't want to be the idiot chucking clouds on the corner for some reason, and then some old lady has to walk behind you, you know, and just gets a, 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 a burst of strawberry glaze. Be considerate. Think about it. 
Coming in at number two. Rookie vape. Rookie vaping mistakes. It's not cleaning your coil in your tank. Look, Cam, if you're switching from flavor to flavor, you gotta swab out that tank and your coil before you start priming it with some fresh juice. You might be thinking to yourself, but I want, I want the, I want, I want the refreshing uh, taste of strawberry with the creamy uh, caramel mix. Well, no, because going from blueberry cheesecake to ice menthol is not a combination you want to remember fondly. Let the no. professionals who create the juices guide your flavors. Cam, okay, this is a simple one. Coming in at number one. Number one. Let's the hear number it. one rookie vaping mistake that goes out to all the two season a pod employees. Of course, we're talking. It's using cheap liquids. Like building your own. Just using cheap ones. Even if the flavor is passable, many cheap juices are filled with additives that'll wreck your coil faster than gasoline in a diesel engine. Stick Damn. with the brands that take pride in their juiced harvest. I remember, speaking of diesel engine, I remember one, at my porta potty job, one time a guy filled up a diesel truck with gasoline. And then I don't remember what happened after that, but I think one's worse than the other. If you feel like a diesel tank with gasoline, that's really bad or the other way around a gasoline tank with diesel one's very bad one, one's one's worse than the other but either way one, you don't one, will, one will seize the engine the other one you just kind of like have a lot of smoke one's clearly worse than the other why there's two i'll never know but cam those were your uh those were your rookie mistakes to avoid Right, and never forget this uh, top five as well as the corporate retreat is brought to you by our proud, proud sponsors: Philip Morris International, British American Tobacco, uh, Imperial Tobacco Group, and Japan Tobacco International. Thank you for your support. Um, yeah, big yeah. Tobacco. This is big news. This is big news uh, because we here at Two Cs have united the three big tobacco lobbies uh, to one common goal. We sort of sat everyone down in a room and uh, discussed business plans, strategies, and these tobacco companies were able to put away decades of of competition to each other to really come for one common goal, and that is, uh, you know, to just be, be cool again. Smoking tobacco used to be so cool and then so all these moms came in and ruined it for everyone mothers against Smoking at mass mothers against Cigarette No, ma uh, mothers against Mac, Mac. Mac. Yeah, uh, and you know and we just want to be a part of the uh, the new wave right making smoking Let's let's make smoking cool again Let's make smoking cool again. They should have a commercials. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of commercials, I saw a great one today. And I thought you'd love it. So I was up watching the uh, BMW International Golf Tournament. I don't know why. I think it was just like sports. And um, I was up. So then the nice thing about watching these is you get like either international commercials, U.S. commercials, uh, like, some, I don't know where this commercial Anyth is from. Anything, anything rather than Canadian, Canadian, Canada. Yeah, Canadian commercials, commercials are thumbs up. Oh, my God. They're the worst. It's just like, do you like trucks? You might like this one on sale now. And then the U.S. ones are like, I'm Ricky Bobby, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is big. Yeah, anyway. Um, to this one, there's a, like, young married copy, couple, and they're staring at each other, and she's like, did you bring the He's like, what? She's like, did you bring the condom? 
He's like, what? I can't hear you. He's like, did you bring the condoms? And then the grandpa, who's like 50 yards away, he's like, Mike, she's asking if you brought the condoms. And then it's like, and then he's like, yes, I did. And then it goes to like the newest hearing aid technology. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. If that's what you you can hear a pin drop from fifty yards away. My question is, why is this woman bringing up condoms at what appears to be like what a family barbecue? Oh, I have no idea why she's doing it. Like like, what? You want to you want to go you you want to have a quick shag in the pool room while uh, while your little cousin blows out the birthday candles? Yeah, and at, at that point, are you really bringing a rubber with you? Exactly right. I feel like you know if you're if you're having sex at a family at a family picnic, it's probably going to be spontaneous, right? It's yeah. not going to because if you're planning to have sex at a family Christmas, that's we that's a little bizarre. That's bizarre. That's a little bizarre. You're like okay, like first we're gonna get there, gotta make sure you know the uh, kiss grandma. Got got yeah, got give grandma a kiss. Got to mash the potatoes. Make sure the peas are good to go. Bang. Come back. It's yeah. uh, there's that. That's 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 there's something wrong with you at that point. Yeah, you had to really think about your actions if you're planning on doing that at your parents' place. Um, and also using a Jimmy hat. Is that what they call them these days, the kids? I don't know what the kids call condoms these yeah. days. Uh, I just assume they don't use them. Yeah, I assume they don't. I assume they don't have sex at all anymore. I think that's kind of a thing of the past. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. This is another side story about how kids the kids these days. So you ever see like a group of new kids? New segment, and new segment. Kids, kids these, these days. days. Yeah. Kids these days. Kids doing these the, days. They do the darndest things. They do. Okay. They say and do the darndest things. Darndest things. Um so yesterday Connor and I were walking to just go get a uh, little Caesar's pizza and there was a group of like three kids, probably like grade twelve ish. And they had a phone in front of them, so they were all listening to music, but they were all rapping together. And I was like, this could be cool. What are they rapping about? And I could not believe it. I get closer, because we see they're, like, they're jamming out and they're having fun. What they're listening to? You could not believe your eyes for 10 million fireflies. <laughs> they're all like, they're not even kidding about it. Uh, who was that? Who sung that song? Um, Bright Eyes? It's like... Owl City. Owl City. That's who it is. That's who yeah, it is. Quick shout memory out. on this kid. Yeah. Quick shouts out to Owl City. Quick shout out to 2009. Uh, were you? Were, do you remember 2009? Let us know. Two season pod at gmail.com. These kids did, and I was like, man, I don't think you could sing a lamer song with your friends and like be jamming with it, looking at each other's eyes, like, yo, this is the best. I mean, everybody has music that they listen to in secret. Or yeah. that if somebody saw they were listening to it, you, you know, it'd be like, hey, well, I keep, I, keep it in secret. Just keep it in secret, right? Nobody yeah. has a problem if you're listening to Owl City. Just like, I don't know. I can't think of a less cool. <laughs> you, you said I, yourself, like, I can't that's think what of I mean. Like, don't cool do that in public. Yeah. To listen to, with, like, in public. And there was a group of girls at the next table, and then we came back, and they were gone, and then they were singing a different song that was kind of as, like, I don't remember this one as well because the Fireflies one, you, you can't get any worse than that. But it was something around the lines of just like, and also, what's, you know, what's, 2011 pop. What's disconcerting there is, you know, it's 2021 now. Uh, some of that music, I think, Owl, I'm going to I'm going to peg that Owl City track at 2009. 
uh, which means that this song is what twelve years old now, eleven years old yeah. now. Like to these kids, that song came out like when they were born. Yeah. Hey, that's is that cl- like classic rock to them? Oh wow, what a thought! Is Owl City? Did Owl City make the to rock and roll somebody, hall of fame? Owl City is classic rock. Yeah. When you turn on Q one hundred seven right now, are is it is it going to be Owl City? Uh, yeah, it might. It very well might. Eventually, one day. It would turn in. No, I don't even think Q107 would play that. I was asking my dad the other day about Q107. I said, do you, like, when you were growing up, did any of the radio stations that are on now still exist? He's like, I've always heard Q107. It's always been on as far as I know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, ain't that, ain't that a thing? Same with, um, I think, Chum. Yeah, I bet some that, of the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious to know. I'd like to see a radio station die. Like, I want to hear the last day on air. There was that, uh, I think it was, uh, if you're here in Southern Ontario, 92.5 was like a rolling list of shit. It was, it went from like one thing and what it used to like, it was, you know, it used to be like dance music and then it was called like Jack and there was oh, no, yeah. there was no on air voices. There may have been like a traffic person. But there was no, like, on-air taking up your time with a segment. It was just straight to more music. Uh, yeah. You meant commercials. Yeah, th- music, I remember that radio station has gone around. But, yeah, you think about, like, the big ones that at least, like, you listen to. Like, Y108 is still that. Yeah. Even though it's 7.9, we, uh, we, uh, we look the other way. 102.1. 1. 1.1. 1. 1.5. 99.9. Uh, uh, the, I mean, AM radio, I feel like, is so cheap to produce and just goes across the country. But then again, you have to get the uh, broadcast rights for a lot of, like, if you're a sports one, you have to pay for all the sports games, which sucks now that baseball does not have its own radio broadcast. Did you know it, that? It used to be 1010, I believe. Uh, no, it's 1050s TSN, which was, like, kind of new. And then there's 590, which is the fan, 590, which is both sports. And there's 1010 News Talk. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't know the other ones. I, there's a no, local one in Kitchener. I can't remember that is. I think it's like. Man, um, I know I know people who would rather listen to baseball on the radio. Isn't that, oh, isn't I think that it's crazy? beautiful. Well, the thing. Oh, is, you're one of them. Okay, great. Yeah, because I I'm good with that. I, baseball's you know, it's <laughs> tough to sit and watch a four hour game, for, but if you're doing something and you're like, let me throw in the baseball game, I can also listen to that while I'm mowing the lawn. Right? I don't have to sit and watch a game. And plus, they're not really talking about baseball. It's like it's basically a podcast where they're talking about baseball. And then when something happens in the game, they have that as a distraction. It's kind of like having music in the background while you're talking to your friend. You're like, ooh, I like this song. That would be great. You know, maybe in a future episode of ours, we could have a, just kind of like a four hour go at it where we do a podcast but also have a baseball game in the background. Or we call, or, we call the action. Uh, and then just sort of let the rest play out. What if we did that for a sport we don't understand, like cricket? Yes, if there's one sport that I've always wanted to know how to how just what's happening. <laughs> cricket is the number one sport that I just want to know what's happening. That would be a fun idea for a podcast. But also, is like, can't games of cricket go on to like well exceed four hours? Okay, so here's the thing. Everyone's like, did you know cricket has nine dead games? And no, it doesn't. It has like pretty reasonable time games. The thing is, they split them up in two days. So a techni- it's like how a baseball series goes over four days, right? You have four different games. 
they would just consider that one game, but they just do two days of it, two or three days of it. Oh, okay. See, these are all parts of the cricket kind of, uh, you know, rule book that I just, I, that went right over my head. Yeah. Cause I, I've heard that before. People are like, geez, if you start a game of cricket, you literally can't finish it. Oh like, yeah. Slow, yeah. Slipper, slippery, slippery dick comes back yeah. and, uh, <laughs> starts getting pissed off again. Yeah, exactly. So that's not the case, but that'd be fun. Or we could find another sport. We just don't like, um, What's another really slow sport that's good? Golf? Yeah, but we could do but we understand what's happening there. But like you need a slow sport to do a podcast over top of it. Like you can't watch a hockey game because like that's so fast. Basketball, too fast. Cricket, I think, is generally the, slow. The, the 100 meter dash? Way too fast. Too fast. Way a lot of build up though. A lot of build up. A lot of build up. They always keep it for that last, very last day. That very last day. It is the uh it is the creme de la creme of the uh the Olympics. You know the Olympics are happening like soon. Yeah, people in Japan are pissed about it. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's like July, early July or something. How mid midway through July is the actual like the what was twenty twenty Tokyo? Uh, I know. I, my phone is literally always on. I'm waiting for the call, but like I don't know. Maybe they got the wrong number. Right, right. Because you, Cam, you you decided to cast a wide net. You kind of uh, <laughs> attempted to qualify for many events. Hoping that one of them would stick, Cam. Uh, you 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 probably had like uh, three or four different events that you uh, that you set out for. Yeah, so like obviously skateboarding, never skateboarded, but obviously I'll skateboarding. It. Yeah, um, wrestling. I picked two different weight classes for that. Just obviously, and yeah, now you yeah you went in an exchange direction. You did flyweight and heavyweight. Yeah, you I thought mean, either you can bulk or cut, depending on which one you uh, you kind of get signed up for. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly that. I mean, you you have to when you're expecting a call within a month, you just never know your weight's going to be right. Now, Did now, you have now, a big now, night last night? now, now, this is the weird one, Cam, because you also uh, you also signed up to, to qualify for equestrian, but you signed up as the horse. Not as the jockey, which uh, first first Guinness Guinness came to a screeching halt because you're the first man to ever uh, qualify for the equestrian as the horse instead. Yeah, they, they never saw it coming, but there is no rule in the rule book saying that you have to be a horse to compete. And as you a horse. really, that was really kind of like you really championing that home, really kind of tried to push that uh, because it, and, 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 and have not heard back yet. Yeah, I'm going for ladies beach volleyball too. We're gonna see if I can uh, fit into a little speedo for that one. Right, right, right. Because uh, you're, you know, I gotta say your A cup is coming in very nice. You've actually been working on uh, like just a lot of pec specific exercises in the hopes that you can kind of beef up that area a little bit. And finally, uh, wow, there's a lot of sports I did not know were things. You know, golf is a thing in the Summer Olympics. Yeah, no, there's a lot of sports in there in that Summer Olympics. Damn, and we got some diving. Maybe the work. So, something about these sports is if you could replace one and add another, I think there's a lot you could take out. Diving, uh, that's fine. I'm no like, problem you, taking a diving. You'd have to look at the whole list, and then uh, you know, maybe okay, maybe that doesn't need to be there. Or, but where yeah, else I, are these people being celebrated then? You don't celebrate them because they're shit sports. <laughs> like, I don't like that argument. It's like, but diving is nothing without the Olympics. Like, then it is nothing. Wow. If it only has one platform, then it's not a good sport. Right. So you think the only Olympic sport should be, like, hockey, soccer, tennis, golf, baseball, football, right. basketball, 
Yeah. Rhythmic uh, and then gymnastics? it's hard then it's hard then it's hard like, to find another one. Then it's hard to find another gymnastics? one. Gymnastics? Oh, I have a bronze in rhythmic rhythmic gymnastics. Like that's not a sport. It's okay, I mean, in your ideal world, the Olympics are more just kind of like a world just cup do of all out, the professional you know? sports. I want it to be like you get to pick a team of athletes and they have to compete in every sport. Oh, so it's like a no special. It's like you a decathlon style uh, yeah. sporting. It's like today we're playing hockey. You're like, oh, that's good because we do have Mark Messier on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's not very good at anything, but we really hope that he'd be good at this. And sometimes, how fun would that be? Uh, probably not that fun. Probably actually. not that fun. Actually, yeah, you get a lot of low talent things going on. Yeah, well, I like the idea though. That's the thing, right? The decath, the, whoever wins the decathlon never has the best score at any one of the individual events compared to the individual event, but they can do all of them better than anybody else can. Right. We should make our own decathlon. Just rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, I'd love loops to see one that, with, and then you with all those peripheral sports because you know yeah. I feel like it's too too heavy on like the 100, 200, 400 high jump, standing long shot put, like all the track and field events. We need like a subgroup where yeah, it's rhythmic gymnastics, it's diving from the tall thing, it's uh, what's the one where it's like underwater uh, gymnastics? That one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna combine four here. Ready? Okay, great. Here we go. So you you have the uh, bow of rhythmic gymnastics. You jump off the highest diving board, do as many spins as you can, so you get this twirlies, and then before your feet touch the water, you shot put it off of the throw. How far the ball lands in the water, that's your first measure. The tr difficulty of your spins in the air plus the rhythmic gymnastics part of it, and then you have to surface with some underwater gymnastics with your legs doing synchronized swimming with your partner. Cam, you know that an event like the, the decathlon, they don't do them all in succession. Like they don't. And that's why they, I don't they think they it's don't, a good they sport. They don't run a hundred meters and then like high jump and then run another two hundred and then standing long and then run and that they don't like put them all back to back to back to back to back. They yeah, do I know they have a, they have a referee that whistles and goes jump now. Oh <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. It's a really long track they have. Uh, you just gotta you know just gotta kind of keep keep going and keep going. And always have the rifle on your back. Of course, of course, Squirrel. because th this goes right into the Winter Olympics, where you definitely <laughs> have to compete in that biathlon. Uh, one of the more athletic uh, sports that I can think of when it comes to Winter Olympics. Cross-country skiing, shooting a target, back to cross-country skiing, back to shooting a target. Uh, they should make yeah. it more like war-oriented. It's like, all right, post up here, we're going to scout the report. And then, you know, have a couple drones come in and bomb the area. Then you go into there. Right, right. Really up the budget. That's what the IOC needs. They need to create more, more corruption more yeah. corruption and destruction in these very, very impoverished places. So you know how Russia is like, you're not allowed to have a Russian flag. You'd have to go under the, you know... The, it's gonna create a weird called, situation. Like, yeah, called like the, the, the team from Russia. Are they, there is a name for it. Yeah. yeah. It's the... Whatever, um, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Anyway... It's going to be a weird Olympics when you look back on it. You're like, who won the Olympics? Like, uh, USA, the team uh, formerly known as Russia, like Prince. Um, and then it, you're like, sorry, what was that? It's like, oh, yeah, you know, they kind of got a slap on the wrist. Uh, so you can't compete as Russia, but everyone knows they're Russia. 
it's kind of a weird little um, loophole, I'd say. Just, uh, just you know, just another part of sports history, I think. Yeah. Right? Sports. And they're like, why were the 2020 Olympics in 2021? You're like, it was a crazy year. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Yeah, all these babies being born now. You know, there's this whole lop of them. You'll see somebody, you know, who, who's ready to pop. Oh, dude, the way we're going to talk about the pandemic, too, is we're going to play it up so hard. Like, I didn't, li- I literally didn't leave my house for nine months. Well, I didn't see a single person. And you and I were chatting with this when, when, uh, when we were up at our kind of little private retreat there, um, <clears throat> where, you know, if, if you could go back to school, university, have a do over, what, what, what kind of courses would you take? You said engineer. I probably said more sciences. Um, but I was, we were thinking the other day, just chatting with some people at work that any, if you could have a do-over in life, what would you do type plan you create for yourself will have to involve 2020 shutting down. Because you can't, yeah, you, point, you can't, yeah. you like, you could go back to grade 12 and yeah, I, sp- take more business or take more Wuhan. math. That doesn't matter. Or like, would that still set you up into a position where 2020 arrives and you either still have a job or you don't have a job? Uh, you know, or is your, is your, you know, professional life extremely affected or not affected at all? Uh, you I want to be, I want to be a research assistant at the Wuhan lab. Yeah. And people are, are people would be like, Cam, why do you want to go all the way to China to you're research like, diseases? And you're like, and yeah. you're kind of, and you're kind of giving them like big winks. Just like, I don't know. <laughs> Look into it. Look into it. I, I, th- I just want to go the money. study science. science. Big wink from cam yeah uh yeah i guess that would be a thing is probably don't work in something we're gonna get shut down you would have to yeah you know kind of have to go back or work, hope that you can work so hard that you're above it yeah or work just like our uh partners of the show philip morris international barrett british american tobacco imperial brands tobacco and japan tobacco international I yeah mean, big tobacco great, great bit, stocks exactly right it's like uh, <laughs> Imagine that. Ask your kid, like, son, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're expecting them to say, like, I want to be a fireman or I want to be a, a lawyer. And they're like, I want to I want to be a lo- I want to work for big tobacco. I want to be a lobbyist. I want to be a lobbyist for big tobacco. Yeah. You're like, pharma is not cutting it for me. It's too clean of an industry. It's <laughs> more tarry. It's a little dirtier, something a little less yeah. healthy. We're talking big tobacco. Cam- I would love to see. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, this is the second time I've cut you off now. No, you go ahead. Yeah. That's all right. I was going to say, I'd love to see a lobbyist like in a building and he's really trying to make a point. And then at, like the end of this thing, he's like, you know what, officer? Nothing smoother than a Marlboro cigarette. And then it lights a cigarette and the court's going nuts. They're like, oh, we're in the court. Slippery um, dick comes back. Slippery dick comes back. And <laughs> holy smokes, the place goes nuts. It's like that scene in House of Cards where uh, Kevin Spacey's like, I will not stop. I will continue to speak. I did not touch those children. I yeah, am well, gay. I think I don't think you're thinking about House of Cards. I think you're, about, you're thinking about those very private videos that Kevin Spacey films from his kitchen. <laughs> That's what you're thinking, uh, <sighs> which appears to be the same character, right? It's yeah. still it's still the same character. Which uh, yeah, we're unsure on what's going on there. Which I think is fantastic, Cam. I think it's time we move on to the show uh, sure. and get to a little weekly segment that involves another character. A different character of sorts. Uh, let's bring you this week's edition of The Nightcap. The Nightcap. The Nightcap. A 
shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. All we need is five minutes to recap this week's episode. Maybe less than five minutes, but certainly not more than five minutes. We're going to need more than five minutes. Uh, Of course, every week we're uh, going through season one of Knight Rider. You know what? We uh, have a few, only a few more episodes left. We really need to start brainstorming. I have a few options for what uh, life after Michael Knight will look like for us. Uh, a couple of new show suggestions. Uh, of course, we're looking for something older that you, we've definitely never seen but heard of, I think is also a very important kind of caveat. We have to have heard of it to maybe have a very, 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 very minimal understanding about what's actually happening in the show. Uh, let us know, gmail.com what you think it should be. But for now, we're going over episode one of, or sorry, season one, episode 16 of Knight Rider. So let's bring ourselves back to a cozy Friday night in January of 1983, and let's bring you episode 116, The Topaz Connection. So, Cam, I've got five minutes on my clock. All right, let me get my five minutes teed up here. The Topaz Connection. Of course, I'm going to be kicking. One. I'm going to be kicking off this week's uh, coverage. Yes, and you'll start that in three, two, one. Start. We open up on a beautiful mansion where we meet Philip Royce, a magazine publisher. He gets a phone call from a woman who seems to know him, uh, but she has a gun pointed at her. Uh Uh-oh. Devin and Bonnie arrive at the party um, uh, at the mansion for Skin Magazine. When they go to meet Philip, he is gone, just vanished out the window. He's found the very next morning dead in a hotel room with a mysterious woman who the heck knows. Knight forgets Bonnie's birthday, and it turns out that this Royce guy was looking for Devin uh, for some help about a developing news story. So Michael Knight goes back to this Playboy-style mansion with uh, one-piece bathing suit-clad women uh, where we meet Lauren, Royce's daughter. But we can't access her father's personal computer uh, because it's password protected, so we don't actually know what the story is going to be about. Lauren gets a call from somebody um, who is responsible for the murder, so she goes after him uh, to try to figure it out, and Michael Knight follows. But of course, it was all a setup, and Knight and Kim barely save Lauren from being killed by a cypher on the rooftop. We try to make the save, find the guy, but we lose him. Uh, so now we're on the look for a man named George Olin. Um, when we get a tip from Royce's pilot, his private pilot, and uh, that we know where he is. He's in Vegas. When we turn our back to Lauren for a second, the, she's gone. The plane is gone. Uh, so Kit steps on the gas, and it is off to Vegas we go. We also get out uh, our second straight episode uh, with an actual music montage. This week, it was courtesy of Men at Work with Land Down Under. Two weeks in a row now. Um, Hopefully, we can have that in the future. Uh, We get there where we find out this guy, George Olin, is dead, so that kind of sucks. We head off to the Dunes Hotel and Casino, where Lauren even knows the name of the valet, which seems suspicious, but her father apparently has a private suite there. We also briefly see the man with the gun from the very, very beginning, who seems to be hot on their trail. Turns out, George Olin was also going by this name Ed Williams, Uh, so there seems to be a case of mistaken identity. Everything seems to be messed up. However, Michael Knight concludes that whatever Royce was looking for is here in the hotel, and after doing a bit of looking around, Lauren finds a gift wrapped, and the violins start playing, because it turns out that it's actually her birthday, her father always forgot. This is a very nice moment. There also seems to be something, because the hotel's head of security is is talking to the same gunman. And the 
head of security Bob, uh, after getting the printout report from Kit, sees that Ed Williams was hired as a new security, even making a further mystery. But we get a little bit suspicious about this whole thing going on. Anyway, we get a cut to a shot in Vegas where Michael Knight and Lauren are playing blackjack. He surprises her uh, with gifts and a cake because he realizes it's his birthday and they have quite the night. We'll see if they hook up a little bit later. Now, Bob, the security guard, actually interrupts them in their room and says, Hey, Lauren, the LAPD are requesting that you come back because there's some witness info that they found out and you need to hear about. She goes, perfect. Doesn't question it, doesn't call anyone and goes, I'm going to go hop on the plane. No problem. As soon as she gets on board, is kidnapped by Bob as well as some of the other villains. And uh, that's where we get our first car chase where Michael Knight gets in his car gets Kit to autopilot it so he can chase after the plane and we get one of the great quotes of the episode Kit looks like we're gonna need a boarding pass anyway this uh, chase is unsuccessful he ends up falling off the plane onto Kit where he gets concussed and wakes up with uh, his team around him and he wakes up confused unsure but realizes he has to go take care of business ASAP and not care about himself because he is so selfless himself Anyway, uh, he gets back in his car, flies over to Philip's wife's house, where he is confronting her about, where's Lauren? What's going on? I need a clue. Uh, And finds that he actually sees a picture in the window of Lauren's mother, or stepmother, who was born in November and realizes all the clues together and finds the password to get into the computer. Great computer, by the way. Uh, Anyway, manages to open up all the files. We'll get to that later and finds out where Lauren has been kidnapped. Where they kidnapped, they drug her to try and reveal the Topaz password, which Michael now has and has cracked to read all the files. He rushes over to the house to find out where she was kidnapped. Uh, They get into a chase uh, for the guys who chase after her. They get in a Jeep, you know, cars fly around, vroom, vroom, bang, bang. Michael catches them (laughs) as usual. Uh, they go off the side of the road. No one gets hurt. They get knocked out. And happy ever after they kiss, he saves Lauren. <laughs> wow, okay, I'm really phoned and, in that last uh, that last few scenes uh, right there. The, 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 the ends of the episodes are just so similar. It's just always like vroom, vroom, car. You know, one goes into the ditch. He goes flying over something. Oh, see, you, missed, then, see, you over, actually overlooked my favorite part of the episode. Which was what? The ending? No, which was when uh, Knight was um, on top of Kit trying to chase after the plane and he's holding yeah, yeah. on I, to the, I, I he's holding on no 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 you I mean you you highlight but you didn't highlight the very specific of Michael Knight holding on to like the rear kind of wing and doing a pull up. Oh. So he could get himself up to it. It was it was this extreme example of uh of back strength. It did. That I thought you. I thought you would have jumped on that. You're I did like, like it. Michael I did Knight's like it. I skimmed pull-ups. over it. You skimmed over he it. Did, but, uh, well, he used he used his leather jacket to hang around the back of the rudder to try and pull himself up so he could see. Because remember, Cam, all of these physical feats you may see Michael Knight do and be like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. Could you do that in cowboy boots, jeans, a long sleeve shirt tucked in, and a leather jacket? Probably not. Like not with the the entire. No. You know, you would want to put on your nice pair of runners. I, you know, as some stretchy shorts, maybe like a sleeveless shirt, so you can kind of have a full range of motion. But no, you can't. No. Nope. You know, it's like it's like it's like I've always wanted to be in the FBI, but I can't run in a full suit. Those dress shoes would just give out instantly. That's my problem. 
I guess that's the only thing holding you back. Eh? I mean, if there's one thing I know about being in the FBI, it's got you know you got to be able to run around in a full suit. Yeah, and say freeze FBI. I practice that all the time. Yeah, you just in case or just in case. Yeah, <laughs> in case, in case someone says it to me, I say it back, and right, then right, just right. commotion. You never know. You never know when you're gonna get the call. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's your still, time. You're like, oh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> you I'm never too old know. For that's, this why, shit. that's why. You, that's why you have the second cell phone, right? It's not a work Honey, phone. I'm, I'm gonna be gone for some time. Take care of the kids. I gotta go kill the bad guys. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they say. Jesus. President Nixon, is that you? Oh, God damn it, I love this country. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Nixon in this week's episode for some reason. A lot of slippery dick. Uh, not entirely sure why, but um, he seems to have permeated his way into the podcast's uh, lore. I don't know, maybe it's canon now. Who knows? It could be canon. God damn it. You never said it was going to be easy, but you never said it was going to be that hard. Classic Live free Nixon and die young. <laughs> Classic That's what Nixon I say to him. Quote. That's what I say to him when he calls me. He's like, "Oh yeah, is the is the job done?" I'm like, "Like, you never have to ask twice for me, President." For a guy who's probably a hundred, he's doing he's doing great. By the way, yeah, is he? I don't know. We we text. Oh, he's dead, but he's probably a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think we went over, we went over this not too long ago. There's only like five living ex presidents. We did go over this a little bit ago. How do you go? I don't remember that. All right, let's crack on for our last game of the evening. Is President Nixon dead or not? We'll find out. <laughs> That's the name of the segment. It's just looking into Slippery Dick. That's right. Uh, let's get into our final game of the uh, of the morning because y'all y'all got to get back to work. I wonder. You know, you can't be listening to a season pod. You know, your drive to work, your commute is probably over already and now you're on borrowed time so let's get into the very end of the episode of course we're talking headline or asinine hey hey headline or asinine this is where we explore the world of news and uh <sighs> Real news, not real news. I, I I hesitate to use the word fake news because I think when you're flat out making something up, uh, it's not fake news. It's just like it's a lie. So let's call this game truth or lie. Uh, this is where we either say a truth to our best friend or we lie straight to their faces and then laugh at them afterwards. Cam, I'm going to kick off with the very first headline here for you. Are you ready? Hit it. Uh, lobster diver survives being swallowed by a whale. Ooh. Let's think. How, how do you get swallowed by a whale? Because I don't think whales typically go from the bottom up. I think they just get go after big schools of fish. Now, I'd really hope it'd be like one of those SpongeBob-type episodes where, you know, he gets swallowed up, lights a candle inside of it, and he's like, whoa, look at it in here. And he can walk around down there. He can walk around, and yeah. And there's other people. Scary at all. Not yeah. scary at all. It's also, like, motionless for some reason. Like, like they're President able to stand Nixon's up. down there. He's like, I've been that's here That's where Slippery years. Dick went. I, why is he called Slippery Dick? I think that's his nickname. That's an interesting nickname. Well, Richard Dick. Not That's not that well, far off. Just put the word why Slippery. Why Slippery? Because he was a slip. Because Watergate, probably. 
Ah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> it all comes together. It all, it all, it all comes, comes back together. to Watergate. Very Follow quickly, I love how all you need is two questions to understand what the hell is going on. Just two quick questions. Uh, but back to but back to the game. I'm sorry. Back I'm sorry. to back to the game. Okay. I didn't yeah, mean to I interrupt. Apologize. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Um, anyway, do I think this is possible? Yeah, and I imagine that uh, he probably got scooped up, you know, gave one big punch to the top of it, and he was like, let me out. I'm calling the police. Oh, can I speak with your manager? And then he spit him out, and, uh, you know, he was never the same, but also a better lobster fisherman because of it. <laughs> so what you're saying? Uh, you're saying it's not Cam, that is a headline. You are right. This is a story out of Wellfleet, Massachusetts, where a 56-year-old commercial lobster diver named Michael Packard escaped with only minor injuries despite being completely swallowed by a whale. Packard was about 45 feet deep when he was diving for lobster uh, when he was attacked by a humpbacked whale who tried to eat him. Uh, He said... Uh, this is his quote. Uh, All I felt was a big rush of water, and then it was completely black. I could feel myself moving, and could feel my muscles collapsing around. Can I, or I you could on that? feel the muscles collapsing around me. What he actually said is, "Are my eyes deceiving me, or <laughs> right, is right, that right, the right, whale of course, coming?" Of course. of course, big peg leg on this guy. Um, he thinks he, uh, yeah, so he felt what he can only describe as the sensation of being inside of somebody's mouth. Um, he thinks he was in there for about 30 seconds. He was only able to survive for so long because he still had his scuba gear on. He was still able to breathe. 30 seconds, I say. 30 seconds. It was a long one. Uh, although he did think he was dead, he thought it was all over. Uh, when he felt himself going upwards, as a last-ditch effort, he began to just writhe around, uh, and when this, and when the whale's surfaced uh he spat the man out wow incredible incredible truth tale of survival you mm-hmm. should write a book about it i also like how they say minor injuries and i feel like that's so vague it's like is a torn meniscus a minor injury well they or do is this, like that. a scrape well you know they'll do the same thing where uh like in the nhl they'll just say like he has a lower well, body injury it's like yeah. that's literally half the body, my man. So, but that's what I mean. That's that's hiding it from the other team. What I'm saying is, you can just tell us it's the news, and I'm curious. It's like for a full list of his injuries, click this link. <laughs> then it brings you to pop up, pop up, pop up, yeah. actual thing. Yeah, six surprising uses for apple cider vinegar. <laughs> um, the la- the last one yeah. will surprise you. Yeah, the last one, number six. Holy smokes, we didn't know it could go up there. Um, Headliner asinine camp. Speaking of going up there, glory holes are socially distanced, says World Health Organization employee. Hmm. Now, glory hole, of course, as we all know, it's a hole in a wall, and then you put something through it, and then there's kind of like an unspoken transaction of goods and services. I believe it's so to kind of create a little bit of anonymity. 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 Uh, so, you know, you don't have to make eye contact. Because as soon as you make eye contact with the person, you might as well be married. Yeah. It says um, in the Bible. It does say in the Bible. Well, I think we did have a, there was a headline that we would have had probably about a year ago, which was a similar guideline about wearing masks during sex if you're, uh, you know, fooling around or something. Um, my thing is, I feel like the people sticking their dick in a hole are not the people concerned about getting sick. Like, if you were concerned about getting sick, you wouldn't be shoving your dick in a hole in a shitty bathroom. So, it's not as if that any sort of declaration will curb the the type of behavior, because they're gonna do it anyways. 
Now, what I would like to see would maybe be like a, like kind of like a cellophane cover. And then, you know, when your penis goes through it, it sort of acts as like a condom kind of, you know, just like a little bit, little bit of a physical separation. And then when that's finished, you just rip it off, pull the next piece of cellophane across. Um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, such large global health organizations are uh, concerning themselves with glory holes. I really thought that would be pretty low on their list. They would be more concerned about, you know, like live concerts and, uh, you know, sporting events. I, did, like, I, I like to picture that they had a, a board meeting where it was like, uh, you know, OK, like today's bullet points you got to talk about. Yeah. How do we increase capacity at sports? How do we get concerts to happen again? And we need to bring glory holes back. Uh, it was maybe third, maybe fourth on their list. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to say that's asinine. That is asinine. I, I'm just thinking about how funny, like, how funny would it be if you were in a truck stop and you're just taking a poop? You're like, oh, man, thank you. Like, I've been in the car for way too long. And then you look to your left and there's a little hole and just a little hammer comes out of it slowly. Like, oh, no. I don't oh, think, yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a glory hole. I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Also, I think you, I'd probably just get out of the stall if I did. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm I've I don't think here. I've ever been to a, a, a like, a place, you know, like, I've, I picture that if that's, like, a grungy bar slash truck stop thing, I'm not going to grungy bars or truck stops. Yeah, it's got a bunch of, like, arrows to it, like, on the wall and stuff like that. Got a bunch of lot lizards, as they're known. <laughs> yeah. 3, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. every night. Headline. I, I got another one here for you. Uh, hi or no hi emergency crews rescue sex doll after, mistake, after mistaking it for a drowning man. Oh, yeah, I can see this happening. It's uh, our old boy who's at the sea. Are my eyes deceiving me? Or or as my sex doll left me in my boats again? Oh, Peggy, I miss her. I miss her all so much. Um, <laughs> she was not a real person. She was a sex doll. But uh, when, once you get one report that a man's in the water... Uh, it's pretty hard to differentiate a sex doll from a person, especially when the waves, I tell you, were seven feet tall. Seven feet above the boat, I say. Uh, that's a headline. <laughs> Cam, this is a headline. This is a true SOS. Save our sex doll. Uh, this is a story coming out of the city of Hachinochi, Japan which is on the northeast coast corner of the country. Uh, police got a report of uh, a man some or somebody face down in the water and not moving um, right along like a pier where it appears as though a lot of people kind of walk. You kind of think of like a Toronto Lakeshore type of uh, almost look to be the same kind of thing. Police gets the report. And when the authorities show up to um, do a very heroic rescue, it turns out eh, it was just a sex doll. Nobody quite knows how it got there or if it was a prank. I like to think of this as a great prank. Uh, there is a lot of video footage of it, too, from so many angles because it, it appeared to be a harrowing rescue. Uh, and a lot of people are filming this rescue to be wow, wow, wow. And then it's just a lot of angles of a sex doll. Um, it, 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 was a, it was a male sex doll. I don't know if that helps they, narrow it down. On the videos, do they blur out the uh, the good parts? Uh, no, because it was all like cell phone footage, just kind of uh, you know, kind of found footage. So nothing, nothing was blurred out. And let me tell you, he was packing. Well hung. William hung. William hung. Our sure name wasn't Peggy; it was Paul. <laughs> okay, headliner asinine. All right, um, man jailed 
three months for carrying twenty centimeter butter knife. Okay, let me get out. Let me get out the ruler. I'm not good with. I'm not good with distances. Distances or amount of a, people in a space. Think about a regular butter knife. A regular butter knife. Right? Is that because that is that like bottom of knife to top, or is it just the blade? Um, three months for a butter knife. Well, I guess if you use any weapon, if you use anything as a weapon, that would be where the assault would kind of come in, right? Like, it would be like uh, you used a, a tin of mints. You get three months for for uh, bashing somebody's skull in with a tin of mints. Uh, it's yeah. not the mints. It's not the tin that's important. It's the uh, it's the bashing the skull in. So this makes sense. Um, I like to picture someone, you know, maybe down on their luck, or maybe uh, it was their least favorite knife to begin with. You know, they maybe they got a new set of butter knives and like I just gotta get rid of this one somehow. Why you wouldn't use at least like a normal kitchen knife? I'm not saying a steak knife. Not everybody owns steak knives, but just like a normal knife. Uh, that would make way more sense. So there's got to be a good story behind it, but uh, I do have to say it's a headline. This is a headline out of Singapore where the accused was a man, 32, uh, only one name, and he only has one name. It's Pung Gang Safran. Safran we're going to call him Pung. Um, he was jailed for three months for possession of an offensive weapon today, not because he used it, but because he was out drinking with a lady and went to another lady's house uh, to go have a conversation. They got an argument. He left. He came back to have another conversation with her and brought the butter knife in his back pocket just in case things got ugly. When he was leaving, the lady called. She was like, he has a butter knife in his pocket. And they're like, mm, that is technically a weapon. And you did bring it on the offensive. You could go to jail for six years for that. But we're just going to call it three months and call it even. Uh, so, yeah. Um, don't bring a knife in Singapore to a gunfight is the lesson. Back to you, Cam. That is the lesson. Don't bring a gun. Don't bring a butter knife to a steak knife fight. I think it's a real thing. Or yeah, that'd be hard to play off. How, why, how do you accidentally? Because if you have a butter knife in your pocket, that's like that's like saying I want to use a knife, but I don't want to accidentally stab myself when I sit down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a very like in the middle. Why you just wouldn't get like a pocket knife that collapses? So I don't know. Maybe they're less common in Singapore. That could be. Uh, Cam, I got one final headline here for you. Headliner asks nine, uh, sailor, uh, U.S. sailors drink Iceland's supply of beer. You're really bringing back the sailors here. It's a not, it's a not, we're nautical here on, uh, Two Scenes Pod this week. Episode 75, by the way. Did I say can you that? Repeat it, can you repeat it once more? Nautical U sailors. U.S. sailors drink Iceland's supply of beer. So I was, I'm still reading a book about World War II, and apparently when you go to a different place, you just drink all their alcohol. Um, so I presume that on international waters, when there's no real rules, you just drink other people's shit, and then you'd be like, rah, rah, we're American, rah, rah, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. Um, so I'm wondering how this happened, but I presume there was some kind of like, oh, are, we have to get on their ship, and they're like, do you guys want to come have a party? And they're like, yeah, and they're like, that beer's all for us. They're like, well, not all of it. They're like, that beer's all for us. And they're like, army, gee, that's, that beer's not for you. Um, anyway, I think that's probably the situation at hand. It probably happens more than if you think because Americans like to uh, take more than they give. 
Headline. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. This is a story out of Reykjavik, Iceland, the uh, is the uh, the country's capital, where all the beer is gone. Uh, during a NATO training exercise, nearly 7,000 sailors and marines from the United States stopped over in Iceland's capital, and uh, many decided to visit uh, many of the American-themed bars they have over there, uh, such as the American Bar, the Dylan Whiskey Bar, and the Big Lebowski-themed bar that's just called the Lebowski Bar. According to one of the bar owners, um, he's never dealt with this demand for beer and was forced to run around to other bars in the city to borrow their products. Apparently, the sailors preferred to drink Icelandic beers rather than anything else. And keep in mind, Iceland only has a population of 333,000. And between Wednesday and Sunday of uh, two weeks ago, this was, so that's why, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, between five days, the Americans drank them dry. Um, employees uh, for all the bars were filling up their own cars at beer warehouses just so they could make up the supply. Um, but the beer shortage has come back, but uh, that's all it takes. 7,000 people drinking as much as they want. That's enough to offset the entire beer industry out in Iceland. Well, that's sad that uh, they, should, they should really up the ante there. Or maybe mm. they just like clear liquids. Who knows? Hmm. All right. Uh, last headline for me, Cam. I think this one the last one of the day, too. Yep. Bringing it back to the same old theme, which we never seem to leave. Not nautical, but death sentences. Man sentenced to death in Singapore via Zoom. Back to Singapore. Singapore. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you, you, you'll hear. You've been hearing about all these trials that are happening online, which I think is very funny, because like, are they at their house? Or are they in a controlled jail facility? Like, if they're in a controlled jail facility, couldn't you just have the judge just walk up to them there? Like, why does it have to be over Zoom? It makes it just look and seem so ridiculous. Uh, also, you would think that death is a punishment that you would say, like, face-to-face. You'd hope so. You know, you would think. It's literally their entire life. I didn't know Singapore did the death penalty, but it, uh, it makes sense. I wonder what kind of death penalty they do. Uh, we're back in Singapore. We're back talking about the death penalty. Um, yeah, I gotta say this is a headline just because, uh, but I would love to know what he did uh, to land in this position. So I'm going to say it's a headline. This is a headline out of Singapore where the... Man accused, we're not going to go over names because I have a tough time pronouncing them. 37-year-old sentenced to death on Friday for his role in a drug deal that took place in 2011. Big facts of the case are this is the first one that's ever been done remotely for a death hearing, but these uh, death sentences death sentences are not uncommon. Uh, the big uncommon part is doing it over Zoom. So Singapore actually has a zero tolerance policy for illegal drugs and in 2013 18 people were executed uh, a figure that in the last two decades was the highest across the world um so most people are just uh of those 18 people 11 people were drug charged with drug related offenses i'm trying to pull up here how they kill people um let's see if there's but you got a quick nothing. To no them. no info uh, it didn't happen on that one, so I, I pulled this up. There's a bunch of stats. They do kill quite a bit of people. Uh, a lot of penal codes, arms offenses, misuse of drugs. How do they do it is the real question. Impact, murder, drug trafficking, changes to the law. How do you do it? 
Oh, I feel like this is too long of an article. Well, put this in the notes and amendments. No, it's not a note. Uh, I, it's only a note if we say it. If it's based on mean? actual news, that's not an amendment. That's uh, that's on you. All right, fair enough. Well, yeah, so this is a headline. Uh, <laughs> a big story is don't do drugs in Singapore. I thought the bigger story was just, just, don't, go to, just don't go to fucking Singapore. I don't know. I don't I don't think that's the lesson. No? Okay. No, I think uh, I think Singapore's a great place. They just they just don't like having drugs around. Okay, well, that also that makes sense. That that makes sense too. So if you want to party, stay away from the Singapore. Yeah. Okay, and I think that's that's everything for the day. That probably wraps up the show. I mean, I gotta say thanks for listening, folks. Of course, we'll be back with the uh, the big corporate retreat coming up this weekend cam i could not be more excited uh for that not only that but the you know kind of like the long canada day weekend in the first place yeah it's gonna be a good one we're gonna have the corporate retreat the corporate um corporate sponsorships can't cannot thank our big partners enough philip morris international altria (laughs) british imperial tobacco imperial brands tobacco and japan tobacco international great sponsor of the show um, keep it coming, keep it flowing, and keep lobbying because, you know, power to you. Big Tobacco really helping us out. You can, uh, and you folks at home can help us out. Rate, like, subscribe. The podcast is everywhere. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And tell us. Um, because is, that's the only podcast uh, kind of network service that you can actually rate and give a comment on. I don't know why Spotify doesn't have that feature yet. It seems like a very integral feature on Apple, but Spotify seems to not care about it. Who the heck knows? Uh, but you can always reach out to us at two season at gmail.com. Let us know what our next show should be. We only have uh, five more episodes of Night Rider season one. Um, so it is coming up. We will need to look for something else to watch. Can't wait for that. Hey, and folks, just as the winter, summer limbs come on, never forget I'm Cam McClare, and gold medals are mostly made of silver. Signing off. Take care, folks. Tonight on two C's in a pod, 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a